Welcome back to the fourth episode of the Forever Podcast, where we talk about everything business, sales, marketing, and some personal things because business is personal. We got Randy Walensky. Back again. Speaker, trainer. He also works here as the Project Assassin. Project Mercenary. That goes in and helps out our clients get to where they're trying to go and get to the results of the success. Uh, we are going to be talking about emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and the importance in soft skills for you as a person when mm -hmm. it comes to sales, when it comes to business and your messaging and your marketing, uh, and also just on how you should navigate through to get to where you're trying to go. Uh, so this is really for anybody, honestly. Everybody needs the emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. needs those soft skills, because if they don't have those, then it's going to be a rough road for you. <laughs> like you said, it's for every situation. Yes. You need it for absolutely everything you do and everything you want, somebody else has. Yes. You want a relationship, somebody else has to be a part of that. Right. If you want to go buy something you need, you need to work with somebody Right. And have skills. Right. You, anything you need to find out or look for, you need another person for. So your emotional intelligence and what you're going to be is like caps you. Mm -hmm. People on the lowest level uh, end up in prison. Right. So the people if they don't know how to articulate themselves. You might end up in prison. <laughs> That's pretty right. That down. <laughs> <laughs> read a book or you might end up in prison. Um, but the people that don't know how to relate to other people, don't have the words to express it, don't have all the little things that you need. Mm -hmm. They get in trouble. Yeah. Or they just they get capped at their yeah. potential. They get capped 100%. at how far they can go. So yeah. what uh, what EQ aspects you want to talk about? I want to dive into first about just getting what you want. Hmm. So that could be somebody trying to find a job, somebody going for a promotion. It could be for somebody on the sales team that's trying to get some sales mm -hmm. locked in. Mm -hmm. It could be when you're out at a trade show, when you're meeting new people, when you're networking. Um, it could be... And your marketing, um, where are you trying to go? Are you trying to relay a message out to people? So let's just first dive into, if you're trying to get something, how does somebody go about that when talking with another individual? Mm -hmm. What are some cues? What are some some lights that you're looking for well, um, when talking with people? Yeah, the absolute most important thing is the other person has to like you. They have to enjoy your company. They have to want to be around you because, as everyone knows, and that's cliche, that people buy, sell, and do business with people that they like. Yeah. But you don't have that opportunity if you're not around people and they don't like you. Why would they give it to you? There's a million other people that right. they could talk to. So the number right. one biggest thing is whoever you're dealing with, you have to relate to them. Now, there's all kinds of ways to go about relating to people and talking to them all the way to, like, the ultra- manipulative, crazy Machiavellian mm -hmm. stuff to just in general being extremely friendly, nice, yes. and and having no real agenda, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can go at it a whole bunch of different ways, but it's how you communicate. It's your eye contact. Like all the basic things that people said, it's about how you shake hands. It's about that, like I said, the eye contact. It's all those little things tell you something about it. Because whether you've been taught it or not, we are innately built to understand other humans we right. look at them right and we start we, we know what they're we're feeling. trying to communicate mm -hmm. and the best thing you can do is 
you got to know the signals. So mm-hmm. like you said, eye contact is one huge one. You know, if I'm already looking like this because I'm ready to leave, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, they're not interested. So body eye language. contact. And I was going to say body language is huge. And actually it's about, I heard it's about 75% of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not even what you're saying. Right. That's what's crazy about it is that the body language of what you're, of what you're giving off tells everything. So Justin Patton. Um, Justin Patton. Justin Patton is is an expert on body language and understanding how to communicate. Another one is dialect. Mm -hmm. So how your voice kind of um, fluctuates, fluctuates, you know, when you're high and low, um, how direct you are. You could say the same thing um, Mm -hmm. in a different tone and it just gives off a different message. Absolutely. Um, And then also I would say I'm going to add relatability. So if you can relate to somebody during the conversation, and this is big on sales, if you're just, you know, shoving your message down somebody's throat or your products or your service and how you're number one and you're the best and I got books and I got all this sort of stuff and you're not talking and relating with the customer or with the potential customer, mm-hmm. or whoever. They, they're going to be like, yeah, you got all that stuff. So what? What mm-hmm. is it to me? And we're not even relating on any other terms. So it's good to just get a little bit past the, business aspect Mm -hmm. and dive into what are some common interests? What are some things that we have Mm -hmm. in common? What are some, uh, even in business, what are things that we've done Mm -hmm. that are the same or that I can at least relate to Mm -hmm. that you have to connect with somebody in some way? Cause otherwise you're literally talking to a brick wall. (laughs) Uh, and think about that when you're spending your marketing dollars, are you spending it talking to brick walls? That's a that's a real throwing thing, you know. You you're literally throwing your money against the wall. So when you're just saying sale, sale, prom- promote, promote, um, we got this uh, big discounts come you know come our way. Sometimes it's not just about that dollar figure or that percentage off. Sometimes you got to go a little deeper on what's actually going to get them to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think when you because you touched on a whole bunch of them, I think you're right that. 70% is your body language. When you add up the tone and everything else that goes into it, so tone, body language, all that, it's like 93%. Mm. So then 7% are just the words. And everybody's it's even higher than what I thought. Yeah, that's with everything. That's with yeah. everything aside from the actual words. Your tone, body language. I feel like I'm missing one. Anyway, there's something else. <laughs> in there. Something else that we're doing. But, but you're right and how you're relating to someone. And people like people who are like them. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's how, you, that's how you make friends. That's how you're around. You like people that are like you, that share your same interests. Yes. That's just perfect. That doesn't mean that you should be fake and go, I, I like that, that the local sports team as well. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you don't, um, you know, you want to be genuine, but mm-hmm. every person probably has something you can connect with them on. So how can you pull those things out and, and focus on those if you want to connect and relate with other people? Right. You, and, and, Exactly you said you you got the salespeople you've got wherever that's a huge thing right it's your it's your posture it's your tone it's everything that you put into it conveys who you are to them and right. if you look like you're nervous you look like you're not sure of yourself you look like you don't believe in what you're saying we just pick up on that and yes. that's the gut yes. thing you were talking about the yes. gut being the superpower <laughs> that is your gut like you won't articulate what you don't like about that person probably you're not going to analyze it you just get that feeling when you're with them and you're like. Mm, kind of scummy or something yeah mm, yeah you know they just they're not being 100 with me they're not mm, can't trust them can't trust them 
So you'll never want to be around those people. You won't want to do anything with them. Or you always have your guard up. Yeah. If, if you get your guard up, that's not a good place to do business from. If the other people. Ooh, and that's a big, that's a big part because having your guard up, which a lot of people are very defensive. So like they want to just be proven right or they just want to sound like the smartest person in the room. Yes. Um, and when you have those defenses up, you're not going to break through and get to the other person. It's mm. just not going to, it's not going to happen for you. Right. You know, it's, it's going to be harder to get across. Some people might find that very, um, very enduring that they're like, oh, well, this person's very smart and mm -hmm. you're just showcasing all your smartness. Yeah. Well, you know, they, like they said, there's the thing of street smarts and book smarts and the street smarts is more of the, the person people to person, skills. the people skills. Yeah. And you got to have that. Another thing I wanted to say though, is an actual tactic that people can use. That's mm -hmm. not the gut feeling. Cause that's more of a, you know, you, that's, that's like, you just got to feel it. And some people have it and some people are not fully tapped they're into not it. There yet. They're not, and they're not there yet. So I would say an actual tactic that you can do for people skills is to listen mm. first, mm -hmm. then respond. Mm -hmm. So seek to un be, or seek to understand, not to be understood. And that's one thing you can do. So if you're trying to implement new ways to get your emotional intelligence up, listen mm -hmm. because a lot of times people will tell you exactly what they want need mm -hmm. and probably a little bit more than what you need to know <laughs> if you let them if you let them so think about that on the sales side you know you got just listen listen to what people people will tell you the problems and when you spot those jot a mental note down and then revisit those later mm -hmm. on the conversation and that's gonna you're, you'll go light years um forward into connecting and to getting what you're ultimately trying to go for. Well, and the best way to create opportunities to listen is to ask excellent questions. So, so that's second. Right. So listen, then ask questions. So it's still not even about you yet. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about asking questions. So right. talk to a little bit more about that. If you're trying to drive in a direction, let's just say you're at a party trying to build rapport you might take a topic that you are versed in and you might ask a question just to see, well, does that person like what I have? Cause then we could have a back and forth and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that I've had have asked questions just so they could talk. So you don't want to fall into that trap either <laughs> where they're asking a question, but really it's just a setup so they can tell you something. Yes. It's yeah. nice to ask a question that maybe you don't know the answer to. And it's like, you're discovering it. So you're right. asking a question and Maybe you don't know what they're going to say. And then when they say something, you can ask either another question to go and, oh, well, that's interesting. Have you ever heard about this? Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, it's really, you should check it out. It can go back and forth, but you're, it's a give and a take. Mm -hmm. You're going back and forth. But if you have a certain area of things that you're interested in, you can ask and find out, well, hey, maybe if I ask this, it's, oh, what do you like? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you do like sports or whatever. It be. I don't really watch them, but I do like whatever, getting together with people. Oh yeah. You know, we were watching whatever they're talking about. You listen like, yeah, you know, parties like that are fun. I love going to the yeah. Super Bowl party, even though I'm just watching the commercials. Everybody, even if they love sports can still go, yeah, the commercials are great. Yeah. So now yeah, it's exactly. back and forth, right. whatever you have to talk about, or you can another great, that's the, one of the best things about sports. If you love sports and they love a different sports and you fight about that with someone. Yeah. That's what sports people love, right? Yeah. My team's better than yours. Yep. Oh, back no, they're and garbage. Back and they're forth. garbage. Yep. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so that's a perfect, 
perfect way to build rapport with someone is finding whatever you can connect on or then if you're or be interested. That's the other thing. Right. If you're asking a question, be genuinely interested in what the answer might be from that person. So don't just ask the question just to just get it out the way. Mm-hmm. Ask it in something that you'd be generally interested in. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the the next step do you feel like after you've now listened, you've asked questions mm-hmm. now um, and you have that genuine interest. Respond appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to respond. So I'll, I'll say this. So I know a lot of people will be wondering, when is it time to go for the offer? So well, yeah, well, in business or in personal, you know, anything really, it, when's the ask happen? Mm-hmm. So, when do you say, okay, I've gotten, we've gone back and forth enough. Of course, in a conversation, generally, unless it's just, you're just, you know, mm-hmm. shooting the breeze um, with somebody, you want something, mm-hmm. you know, from that conversation. Yeah. You want either to book an appointment or mm-hmm. you want um, somebody to figure out what package or service or product they want to mm-hmm. go with, um, when to get started. So it's a date or it's... Um, I need some information from you. So when is it a good time to go for that ask? I would say after you have spent the appropriate amount of time building rapport. So once you have a good rapport. How do you know that? How do you know that? That's what the people need to know. People give you cues and signals, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if they're engaged with the conversation, they're looking at you, you're going back and forth, you understand, you, you, you've, you're interested in them, they're interested, and you just go back and forth and you can feel that there's good base for the relationship. Now, again, it would depend. If you're coming to someone's house and you're selling, at some point after you build rapport, you just switch over to that, oh, that's a good point. Right. Well, you know, this does have, you know, this feature, which it mm-hmm. sounds like that's really important to you. So you've asked enough questions to actually find out what it is they're looking for, and then you can provide that opportunity. So that's when you switch from you built rapport because you don't want the most annoying thing to have happen in that in a sales type yeah. thing is they have no idea what you want, and they're trying to sell you something. <laughs> they have no idea what's important to you, and they're just going, well, this has the biggest this and that. that who says that I care about that? Yeah. So they've spent no time understanding who you are and your needs. But once someone has done that, you can just quick, quick, yeah, just a little off ramp. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, that's interesting. You know, that made me think of, and then, whatever. And then it go sounds into like it. this would be important to you because whatever the off ramp is for that. Once you've done that, but you don't want to. I know I've been in this situation where I've spent the whole time building rapport, and I'm like, man, we <laughs> we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to buy now? No. Soul boxer. <laughs> That's going to come around at some point. <laughs> that rapport level. It's a great story, rapport, though. It's the a, rapport level is on. It's a point. great story. Great rapport. <laughs> Almost too much rapport. That is. It. Well, I'll tell that story real quick. So it was funny. We went to the uh, Midwest Food Expo trade show, and we were going in to maybe set up, and I'm like, hey, it's a soul boxer guy or something like that. Yeah. And it was one of the owners. And he's all like, hey, you're excited to see me? Well, I'm excited to see you. I'm like, yeah, da-da-da. So maybe just exchange something real quick. I can't yeah. remember. And then we found him at their booth and then yeah. talked to him, got their story, who they were. It was two owners, started a small business. It was a great entrepreneurial story because they just, like, 
I don't know, remember exactly. Yeah. But it was basically they started at home. If it was in their garage or basement or whatever, making it. And then they started working with another company to make it for them. Got a big order from Costco. And, you know, just yes. it was a great entrepreneurial story. So I was interested. Kept going back and talking with them, getting plenty of soul boxer yeah. samples. But I was about to say, you're, you're yes. missing a key don't part in this. <laughs> He Every was being given me, a lot of soapboxer during this conversation. I, I think that's because they liked me so much. Well, I was I was high on their product. I was literally no, yeah. I was I was all about <laughs> how great. So it in Randy's defense, <laughs> the soapboxer might have took taken over <laughs> for the rapport building. <laughs> it definitely helped. Um, no, but what it was is I. I had, was complimenting it. So every time they saw me, they were like, hey, yeah. here's this. Because I was all excited already about their brand. And then we did get their cards, right? And we did, you know, whatever. They hadn't uh, pulled the trigger or weren't ready at the time or something. But uh, you're like, man, with how good it's going, right. definitely going to be starting to do marketing and videos for them, right? We just need to see them again. Doing something. We should be doing something. <laughs> if you're listening to this. But we, then, we, you know, so you. so the thing is, you can go, it's a, it is a finesse thing. So within that story, you can learn some, some good takeaways, which is some people go for the ask too fast. Mm -hmm. So they don't build any rapport. And they're just like you said, they're just going right for it. And they're trying to sell you a product or a service. Right. And you're like, you don't even know what I need right now. Exactly. I'm literally just, you know, you have not asked me any questions yet. Or you can turn the dial all the way over and you can build too much rapport and not and never go for the ask. And a lot of times, I feel like that's um, less people do that less than than, than the jump the one. gun. Yeah. But it, you can turn it all the way and not go for the ask. The good news here's the good news is that the relationships that you build. So by turning that dial all the way over to the rapport side, mm -hmm. at least you're not burning something like yeah. burning a bridge or an opportunity that you could have. Because it's just like, the, if you ever follow back up with them, it would be more of like, hey, yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. I was talking to him quite a bit. <laughs> and we, had, we shared a lot of good stories. And then you could start up a conversation again and then eventually go in for the ask. But if you go in for the ask too quick, people then put up the walls, defenses up, and they're like, I don't even want to, you know, they're not asking me any questions. They're just trying to sell me something. Mm -hmm. I'm out. But if you don't ever go for it, you equally miss the opportunity, just like yes. you went for it too quick. You still missed <laughs> right. out on it. So when you don't establish what's the next step yes. and what's the purpose and, and whatever. So always establish a next step. So if we mm -hmm. kind of go in order of this is to listen, ask questions, have genuine interest. And when that time is to go for the offer or for the ask, go in with a next step. Mm -hmm. So it might not be. Now, here's the here's the. The critical part of it, it might not be going in for the trophy. Right. So it might not be, oh, signed here on the dotted line. Like, you know, you take a contract out and slide <laughs> it over to, to them here, and say, and can you sign here, here, and here? Call your legal <laughs> team we, here how now. <laughs> how are we doing payment here today? You know, so sometimes it's about what's the next step. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that that next step is not too fast. So you don't want to, you know, we always say this, we always say this, uh, this analogy, you don't want to jump into bed too quick. That's you know, right. <laughs> you I was thinking not, the same thing. You do not want to do that. Sometimes it's about a phone call, <laughs> a Maybe text. A text. <laughs> <laughs> it's about not well, going straight. Do you want to come home with me now? Or <laughs> You got to court like, him. It's like, you got to wow. court him a little bit. You got to court, court him. him a little you, bit. And that's with any relationship, even with yeah. a friendship, you know, uh, business uh, 
relationship, you want to make sure that you're courting mm-hmm. people. And now don't get too hung up on courting them too long. And that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> but we're talking more of like the soft skills. And this is an art form. I would say that soft skills, emotional intelligence, reading body language, mm-hmm. understanding what tones mean, how to deal with different personality types. We didn't even go into that yet. But all those Especially things add so. up because humans are complicated. Oh Very complex mm-hmm. humans that we are, you need to make sure that th- don't put too much pressure on yourself to figure this out right away. This is something that's an art form. That's like a martial arts. You have to mm-hmm. study it. You have to master it. You have to exercise those muscles. And yeah. you need to constantly be trying to sharpen these skills. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. And now some people will be better just off the jump than others just because of maybe their personality type yeah how they're raised and their Mm -hmm. background i mean there's there's so many variables that could happen so but what we're saying is that you need to exercise these because if you don't life will generally be harder for you Mm -hmm. well even to touch on the one you just said the personality types this goes into it's all how you use this tool too that you could be manipulative towards people's personalities but it's also a great way to connect with them so it's it's, don't use it to manipulate people use it to build rapport if you have somebody who's very direct they don't want you explaining all kinds of different stuff and going on and on about all the features or about all the things about all these things if they're a really direct person they want the facts give me the facts and if you give me the facts now i'm happy i like you you communicate the way i like to communicate so whoever the person is if you've got a super analytical person right and they're hung up on something and you're just like that is a not an issue, and I'm going to try to keep sweeping under them. Keep that. Why are you focused on that? You don't want to tell somebody who's like that. Give them everything detailed that they yes. want to know because they aren't going to feel comfortable without that. Even if you know they don't need that, give them that. Give them that. Give them that, and then they'll feel comfortable. Finally, you want to the feed section. into the personality types that they are mm-hmm. because when you when you don't, you're going to clash. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to be speaking their language. It's almost like speaking a, an entire different language to somebody. Mm-hmm. And and you got to look at, too, like with the personality types, think about your managers, your coworkers, um, the types of clients or prospects that you're talking to, mm-hmm. um, who your customers are that the messaging needs to go out to. This is how everything needs to be crafted to what those personality types are. So, and I know a lot of people will do blanket, you know, uh, things that just go out to everybody, just be very generalized, mm. you know? So if it comes like from their, their marketing, you know, so they're pushing out a giant ad campaign and they're being so general <laughs> about something and they're not speaking to anybody, mm. you know, they're not even diving in on these, on these core aspects and, or they have a commercial that's just so general, you know, or their sales team is just pushing out email blasts that are so general, mm-hmm. you know, it's not even targeted to, what somebody may actually receive and be like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I might actually look into this. You know, I might actually need this. Yeah. Um, so those personalities, we'll give it, uh, there's two more. So you got direct. Um, you also have the analytical one. Mm-hmm. There's two more. Yeah, so you've got the people more like myself, which are the people people. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the relationship and, and the, the sale and all that. They'll just mm-hmm. forget about it, right? Yeah. It's not about the details. It's about the big picture. It's mm-hmm. about the vision for it. How could it be used? How could it help me? All these different things. So that's another personality. More focused on the relationship that if you build a stronger relationship with them, you're going to have more success. Yes. Right? Where you don't need that as much with those two on the end. 
And then you've got that, the, and I might have this wrong too, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the disc. Yeah, that's a good disc. one, like the four people. Um, and you could break those up. I like the Myers-Briggs. It breaks them even further into 16. Yeah. But essentially, they're different degrees of these different traits, right? Extroverted, mm -hmm. introverted. Those are really important too. Yes. Right? Because you could be a very direct person and be not introverted. Right. The other one is more of like the, from what I remember, is more like the real laid back, chill, hey, we'll get to it whenever. I think of always like... You know, like the southern person yeah. and so like that, that's a good example too like um, when working and communicating with people um, before uh, working in the technology if you mm -hmm. talk to someone in new york the same way you talk to someone in alabama yeah that that nobody's <laughs> happy, right you have to talk a little slower you have to be more about yeah that's great what's going on and then in new york it's get to the business i'm busy i got stuff to do let's yeah. go so that that's almost like a personality type even though it's like in a region for reasons mm -hmm. people are more like that in that area people in the south are more relaxed it's hot yeah. outside it's not outside. <laughs> can't be running around okay it's, it's hot out here so um i think it's more about environments yeah you know um, as far as like when you say New York, I mean, it's big city. Everything's moving fast, fast, fast. Mm -hmm. People don't have time. They don't mm -hmm. got time to waste. You know, when you go down south, you got a little bit more country roads. You got a little bit more like not big city. You got to right. kind of drive right. into the big cities. Mm -hmm. It's not as big as New York. So people just kind of are a little more relaxed and a little more yeah. laid back, you know, than um, somebody at New York is like, hey, hey, hey come on, come on, come on. Mm -hmm. you know, because they're just they're just wired that way. They're programmed that way. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, and what we're talking about is the DISC assessment. So if you need to take this DISC assessment for yourself to first understand who you are. It's a really light, I mean, that's a really light. You it's can quick. You it for free. It's um, free. It's, it's a good starting place. There's other ways. There's all kinds of new ones people have come up with. I really like the Myers-Briggs. I think Myers-Briggs yeah. is great. Uh, I think it's really, I enjoy it a lot. But um you know, find the one that works for you. You can do that one for free too. And then there's there's usually all this stuff you can read about it. Yes. And then you understand yourself and it tells you usually how to relate to other people. How to relate to other people and who you best would relate to mm -hmm. and then who is your worst <laughs> one that you would relate to. Who's your enemy? Um, but that's the one you got to learn the most because people, you'll come across all different ones and people generally will be in one of those four quadrants. Mm -hmm. Um but then when you dive deeper into it, you, there's some bleed over for oh, different absolutely. different things. Um, but then it's it's about what at the core level. So that way you're just reading that to know when you come across somebody like that, you, your mind can switch, your body language can switch, mm -hmm. your eye contact, your tone, everything, mm -hmm. you know, can switch to Match how it. do I deal with that type of person? Uh, and that's why we're saying there's a, there's a finesse to it. So mm -hmm. as far as takeaways going into uh, what we're talking about, emotional intelligence. Can you give us one story real quick about mm -hmm. how emotional intelligence has changed um, your life and how and kind of where it's gotten you to? Mm -hmm. So there's probably a lot of little ones. I don't know if there's a singular story, but I can say for sure with emotional intelligence, how you relate, come across and create relationships is all based on that. Right. And it, it is one of the most essential skills you can have. It's also a skill that everybody can get better at. There's nobody who is deficient or that's just not me or, or whatever, anything like that. That's not a thing. There are people that are going to be more inclined to it. I think anybody who's extroverted, probably better with people, mm. just typically. Not always, but they get energy from people. Yes. Whereas people who are introverted get energy from typically being by themselves or thinking. Mm -hmm. So 
but even as an introvert, you can work on and have adaptive skills to be extroverted. Right. And right. so you do need to be able to, when it's necessary, do that. You can't just be like, well, I'm just introverted, so I'm just going to stay in my basement all the time and not talk to anyone. You're not going to, I mean, you can always say it's to each their own, Yeah. but how are you going to get anywhere you need? Because all the other people in the world have what you want. P oh, man. Can you repeat that one more time for the for the people? All the other people. Whoever you are and whatever you're looking for, all the other people on the planet have it. They have what you want. So you, though they've you got may the relationship, be in They've got the job. They've got the friend. They've got the connection. They've got the repair person. Every, you need, we're, and we're even the most introverted person can't just be on an island by themselves. They'll go crazy. Yeah. So we yeah. are an interconnected species. We need other humans around to talk to and to relate to and, and yes. to have that. It might be a tighter circle. It might be a bigger circle. The bigger your circle is, the more extroverted you are and the more you interact with a variety of people, the easier your life is because you're not going to know who you can connect with to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. So I think in general, being very open to talk to anyone is something that I've typically had. And I think life is more interesting and fun. Mm. So talking to the cashier, talking to the salesperson, talking to anybody who comes across <laughs> my path with anything and trying to relate to them makes it a more rich and more interesting life. Mm. So I don't know exactly why or, or when it all started, but at some point I just became very interested in other people. Okay. And so being very interested in other people helps you get to know people, which builds your network, which gets you connected with anything you need. So I'm, I can think of just small examples of jobs or connecting with people to help do stuff around the yeah. house or get stuff fixed, um, people selling or buying stuff. I mean, it, literally everything you need has been someone you bump into. And I even think about it now. It's like, man, I need to even talk with more people. You know, COVID, right. yeah. COVID's got us all stuck in. There's, yes. And now it's got to be yes. a find a new way to use technology to reach out to more people mm -hmm. or build relationships using Zoom. Even though, again, you know, Zoom, you still don't get that same feel. You get to see them. You yeah. get that. But you get a better sense right, of somebody right. when they're in person. Oh, yeah. So, sure. But it's as good as we can do, especially for meeting mm -hmm. new people, right? Nobody's having meetups or gatherings right now. Right. So... It's a lower form of communication, but it's better than phone, right? Because all you've got is tone, right? and we, uh, you could even go on that route with the text and stuff. Yeah. Hey, if you've got something important to say, here's another takeaway. If you've got something important to say, say it in person. Yeah. If you can't say it in yeah. person, <laughs> do it, it over, over the phone Zoom or, or, Zoom. or Zoom. Yeah. And then do it over phone. Yeah. And then, I don't know, send a carrier pigeon or yeah. something. They'll appreciate <laughs> it. But, but text is the lowest form because all you have are the words. Yeah. You got to use emojis. And you don't like, know where kidding. that's coming from. Yes. And that's why we go into a lot of issues with that. But I think you, I think you had a really good takeaway um, that people can res resonate with mm -hmm. and kind of look at their own life and be able to say, okay, how do I go about this? And then also, what are some of the results that happen from it? And mm -hmm. you said, like, the, the best is, like, people have what you want. So if you are in any kind of bad spot or you want an adjustment, you need to figure out who are the people that have what you want. Mm -hmm. And you need to get in their circles. Get in their circle. At some point. And be relatable. And be relatable. Um, because when you change your circle, you would change your life. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> and that's it. That's I'm, that's I'm, a perfect way I'm to Jamar end this. Jones. Remember, <laughs> that's a perfect way to end this. So uh, follow us on social media. 
Um, and anything else you want to say Marge to wrap Jones, it up? Randy Walensky. That's it for this episode. All right. Till the next one. Peace. Bye.